0: From me, Rishike, and everybody who's watching and listening, this is a man of the moment, Adi <laughs> Vishesh. I mean, it's a very noble film to make on this incredible martyr, Major Sandeep Unnikrishnan And I'm given to understand that you're also the co-writer of the film, and uh, yeah, yeah. which obviously means that you got ringside view, or you know, listening. You had a listening ear to a lot of the Unnikrishnan's stories narrated and obviously not in chronological order. I'd like you to talk about those sessions. Did you like what we journalists do, sit with a recorder, take notes?
1: Absolutely. <laughs> um, you know, I, I wrote the film. Uh, the story and screenplay is by me and Sesi, the director. We collaborated on Gudachari before this. You know, We put together a really successful spy film. So before he was on board, it was just me sitting with uncle and Amma and, uh, in Whitefield in Bangalore and just listening to them, listening to them. So many sessions, hundreds and hundreds of hours of them talking, it would make me laugh, it would make me cry, it would make me angry, all sorts of things that a beautiful life encompasses. And I had the good fortune and the opportunity to witness all of that. To, If you've seen the film how Prakash Rajasthan and Revati Ma'am are speaking, I was the audience that they were talking to. So I ended up, even when we were writing the film, I ended up replicating that and made it seem like they're talking to the audience.
0: Adi, can I call you Adi? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, is, uh, uh, is my surname. Is your surname, yeah. Yeah, in
1: Telugu, the surname comes first. first right? So you can call me right. Sesh if you want. Yeah. Sesh is good.
0: Yeah. Sesh being an army man, a 4G, is honorable enough. But to be a 4G with a sense of humor is unique. Yes. And I think that's what made Major Sandeep what he was all about, apart from the courage and the valor. Because a lot of us, when we are supposedly brave, we lose our sense of humor. You know, we become morbid, and then we start taking ourselves too seriously, and things like that, and that was never his problem, was it?
1: No, I mean, uh, on the contrary, uh, you know, my whole image of him originally was like, okay, oh, he's gonna be the serious Thakda man. But that famous, iconic passport photo, let me tell you the backstory on that. So he goes and sits in front of the guy, some small shop in a Bangalore colony, and he says, sir, I'm here for the passport photo. The guy says, ready? And he goes, like that. And the guy says, sir, 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 passport photo, ke liye not have And then so he's trying to control his laughter and that's when they take the picture. So that's how this iconic photo was put together. So that is his whole life. He's sunshine. His friends called him Sandy. Every girl in school had a crush on him. Always wanted to wear branded clothes. Was a big Schwarzenegger fan. Very cosmopolitan, but yet traditional at the same time. Spoke Malayalam, spoke Kannada, spoke Hindi, spoke English, spoke some Telugu. An extraordinary man. And I, I genuinely feel as somebody who researched his life in depth, the 31 years that he lived are so much more beautiful than the 36 hours where he saved hundreds of people.
0: Wow, that's a very, very beautiful thought there. And I believe that despite all the enmity and warfare, war is not kind to anybody. But here was a guy who actually enjoyed his Sufi music and uh, there are instances of him wanting a certain kind of music to be played on an FM radio (laughs) network (laughs) across the border.
1: Yes, back then there was no FM, right? Oh yeah? Yeah, It was only AM. So certain parts of the border, the Indo-Pak border, the only stations you can hear even on the Indian side are the Pakistani radio and they would play Bollywood songs. So what he would do is he would call them and say play me this Hindi song from this movie. And they'd say, who is it calling? He'll say, I'm an Indian soldier from this side. <laughs> so he'd actually do that. He was extremely clear that he didn't hate anyone, but he would protect his motherland at all costs, which is perhaps why we decided to go with the hashtag, desh nahi. not out of some false sense of patriotism, but I think that is the lens through which he lived life. Imagine being in the sixth grade and getting an army haircut by 9th or 10th, you've probably saved someone from suicide. You've saved animals. He lived, loved that way.
0: You know, when we were kids growing up in the 90s, we all used to crush on Namrata, ma'am. Your, pr- your producer. And uh, you know, filmmaking Ma- is such sir, a I had no part <laughs> in this. <laughs> Sorry, Mahesh, sir, but you know, millions crush over you and <laughs> some have crushed on ma'am. <laughs> and you know, filmmaking is such a collaborative art. I mean, uh, we will come to Shashi, but the fact that Mahesh Babu and you know, Namrata ma'am produced this film, and I believe. With absolutely no conditions. I mean, that surprises me because I mean, I'll tell you how it works in Mumbai. If you do commercial films and you believe in commercial films, so be it. I mean, no value judgments. You instinctively say, "I will." Let me gauge how much money this movie is going to make. Is it mounted on a massive canvas? And you have 4.5 crores, five crores. What the, the movie? I mean, it's, more.
1: It's a 35 crore. Whoa, <laughs> mama
0: mia. <laughs> I've got my numbers way off but you know somebody of a Mahesh Babu stature you know where he can back a, a massive a mega kind of film to really put their might behind this that must have been very heartening for you
1: I mean in the south Mahesh is famous for his honest tweets about films so he's tweeted about two or three of my films he loved Gudachara loved Yavaru. he launched the trailer of Kshanam also oh. and Kshanam was remade in Hindi as Bhagi 2 so I've been fortunate to have quite a bit of success. My last four films before Major all did record business for me. So I was able to do that in a very quick time because it was only in 16 that I became a lead actor. And so when we met Mahesh about this film, it was the people they trusted. He loved Gudachari. And so it was Sesi and I coming together again after Gudachari. He knew what we wanted to do. We told Namrata Ma'am, these kinds of things that I just told you about, about Sandeep sir about how he might have saved someone. It was a very freewheeling discussion and there was no script. So I think what they trusted was one, we were going to keep it in budget, which we did. Mm -hmm. And two, we were going to take this thing and make it massive, which we did. Mm -hmm. And what's extraordinary is we broke even a year before the film released cool. as producers. I'm one yes. of the producers on the film. Sweet. And uh, all buyers, all parties, broke even by day three. By day two, it was my biggest film ever. By day three, all parties broke even. And since Monday, it's all been cherry on the cake.
0: Yeah, so, you know, now it's all coming to <laughs> As a South Indian, I, I check the Hindu every day. It's one of those things. Even if You, you, have, to check the Hindu, you have to check right? the Hindu. And Shashi gave an interview saying, in film school, we make films of four or five crores and we think it's huge. <laughs> ah, right, right, right. <laughs> and to have somebody like Mahesh Babu and Namrata Bakas was amazing. So that's where that, that thought was stuck in my mind when I was studying for this uh, interview. Mahesh Manjrekar is actually a Marathi film royalty, man. I mean, you can My other favorite Mahesh. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, Sai is in the film and uh, she's done a splendid job. I'd like you to say a few things about your leading lady.
1: There's one, there's a beautiful connection there. I discovered Namrata ma'am through Vastav and Mahesh Manjrekar directed that film. Yeah. And it's so beautiful that Namrata ma'am was able to reach out to Maheshwar and say, listen, we'd like to pitch her a film. Because Shashi and I had seen a song from Dabang, which we thought, we we're like, who's this? she's like fresh air, she's like a breath of fresh air. Who is this person? And we're like, oh, she's Mahesh Jacker's daughter. So we reached out and I remember, it was strange, Sai was in Vizag and I ended up flying there and narrating the film to her and Medaji, her mom. And I'm sitting there and there's all these people looking at me because I'm an actor, but I'm actually as a writer narrating the script to say and I'm so fortunate she did the film because despite coming from film family and I'm a complete outsider despite coming from a film family no judgments no sort of hoity-toitiness and the fact that she completely said I'm a blank canvas what do you need me to do? And she would go at it for hours to the point that halfway through the shoot she said listen I noticed that you Revati ma'am, Prakash Ratsa Shobita, all of you all are going to be dubbing for yourselves in Hindi We said yeah we are Then she said can I dub for myself in Telugu? Good on her so, uh, yeah. you won't believe this. As long as it took for her to shoot, that's how many days it took for her to dub in Telugu. <laughs> wow. But she got it done. So, we're really proud that in this film, all actors. We she all must have
0: it written it phonetically in English or Hindi or whatever Yeah, it
1: phonetically it is. in uh, Marathi, uh, yeah. Marathi. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's amazing. My God, Prakash Raj, Revati ma'am, they're all ledges, man. I mean, it's just, if I'm not mistaken, Prakash sir, met the Unikrishnans?
1: He's actually friends with uncle. So, you know, they've met on several occasions. So it's like, it made sense that uh, Uncle is such a fiery man. You know, it made sense that we get a fiery actor (laughs) to play. So, I think they look very different as people. But that internal uh, persona is the same. And Rewati Man by far is my favorite in the film. She says so little but says so much with her eyes. And she's so small and when she sits in front of you... I remember doing this train scene with her. I was just doing it. I thought we all did a good job. It was fine. And then I look at the close-up. I'm like, holy hell. There's so much that is being conveyed. I was like, can I please redo my close-ups? <laughs> because this isn't going to work. if I can't be overshadowed <laughs> this badly by this legend. So I think she was extraordinary. Both Mahishar and I feel that she's the best in the film.
0: When the first screening happened, I don't know if you showed the indignation the entire film or did you show them patches? I know you're always told as middle class boys it's bad manners to stare, but if I was in your shoes, Shish, I would have been you know, just peeking over and trying to stare and what was the reaction?
1: It's this weird convoluted kind of thing that happened. We were trying to get on these general entertainment shows like Kapil Sharma, Dance India Dance, it turns out all of them were shut. Kapil sir was apparently shooting for some film, Dance India Dance, the season was done, so we didn't know what to do. Like how do we get the word out in Hindi, you know, I'm a new actor here. So we said, for the first time in Indian history, a big Indian film said, 10 days before the release, on Book My Show, 10 cities, exclusive screenings, you can book your ticket, on Book My Show and go. That there's risk of piracy, there's risk of bad reviews, all sorts of stuff. There's risk that some reporter is going to go in and trash the film. But we did it because we believed in the soul of what we were doing. And that was before we had shown Uncle and Namma the final copy. And we were showing the rough copy in theatres. So. I definitely, I think there was a little bit of heartbreak that they'd seen scenes on laptops, but there's, wait, there's army people seeing the film before we do? But there was a reason for it. The final copy got ready two days before release. They saw it. We did this Bangalore premiere, and I was nervous as hell. That was my acid test. I sat beside them, and they're watching their son's life unfold on screen by the guy who's playing him, and he's sitting beside them holding their hand. It's the most surreal experience. And I was all sorts of non-mannerly. Like, I'm only looking at them. You know, there's beautiful happy scenes that are making auntie cry. I'm saying, oh Ma, and I'm wiping her tears while she's watching. And then sometimes uncle says, I didn't say that. You know, and then sometimes he says, I said that, but not like that. <laughs> all I know is that after the screening was done, they hugged me for so long. And I sat on the ground in front of uncle like this, and he's sitting in the chair, and I just held his hand, and I just looked into his eyes, and he told me he was so proud of me. I think the most beautiful moment from that screening was that the sari auntie wore 23 years ago, Major Sandeep, she tied that for his graduation ceremony. And that's the same Sarian watch she wore for what was essentially my test.
0: From the emotion of it
1: to the espionage
0: of it, I mean, I'm thinking that, you know, being a fan of all these Israeli shows with Mossad and things like that, these terrorists didn't, you know, they planned it and they had everything (laughs) possible to understand every corner of the building, which is the Taj. Being a fan of, you know, the espionage genre now that you told me about uh, Gudakshari, I believe that also is about raw and intelligence and things like that. I yeah. gotta go and watch it, man, guilty. So it's uh, been
1: dubbed with a funny title. Intelligent <laughs> Khiladi, if you, <laughs> Khiladi. Yeah. Yeah, if you wanna watch it. Yeah, if you wanna watch it.
0: So the espionage of it in the sense that these guys had everything. I think Hedley gave them everything, you know. But Major unnikrishnan and the gang didn't have anything, right? They had no eyes, ears, nothing before they went in. I mean, so how do they
1: grope their way through the Taj? I think that's one of the most important things that we bring up that when the NSG landed inside the Taj, the Marcos had already been there, the police were getting killed left and right, police had been fighting bravely by then, vacated so many civilians, but still there were so many more left to be saved. It come in and they said, where's the blueprint? And they said, the guy, the architect who has the blueprints is on vacation, he's not picking up his phone. Wow. There's no blueprint. So they had hand-drawn rough maps that they had to work with, and we talk about that in the film. While the terrorists, had proper blueprints. Uh, You know, there was no CCTV. It was all burnt. The server room was burnt. So you don't know where you're going. There's no power in half the hotel. There's smoke everywhere. Bombs going off, fire in different places. There's no map. There's no light. And you're walking into what is essentially a trap set by the rat (laughs) (laughs) at any given point of time while trying to save people who are waiting for you. I think it's an extraordinary, extraordinary situation. And for a moment I'd like to talk about his final moment, because I feel like someone we worship and respect like Gandhiji, his final words were, hey Ram," right? And Major Sandeep's words were, don't come up, I'll handle them. Now, imagine being someone who, it's not being killed in action. You know if you go in, you're not going to come back. So you tell everyone else to get lost, and you walk in. That's an extraordinary kind of courage. And the only positive thing to come of that in that sense was after he went in, four and a half hours of gun battle and screams, and no one knew what was happening. There's no eyewitness, there's no CCTV. So it gave us all sorts of flexibility to design these elaborate action sequences in the film. And we're really proud that we were able to show our own Indian superhero, we don't need Captain America, we have Major Sandeep, you know.
0: I like Shobita. I mean, I don't know if you know her from before, but her body of work is quite incredible. I mean, she's definitively indie thus far, you know, she's worked with guys like Anurag Kashyap and very edgy kind of movies. And here she is in, in your film. So was that an automatic casting choice? With there a lot of screen tests on that?
1: She's a dear friend. So, her first, she's a Telugu girl from Hyderabad, yeah, and her first Telugu film is Gudachari. So, it was a second collaboration and, uh, you know, we needed someone to play a lead role who has gravitas, somebody who can pull off a New York businesswoman in a very simple manner. And she's based on real hostage. She plays a hostage in the film, and she's based on the real hostage who was sort of someone we met, and it's a man in real life, and for privacy reasons, we changed his gender. But uh, what an extraordinary story that is. She took the least takes out of everyone in the film, I think. <laughs>
0: Right. You have an interesting journey. I mean, I believe you. You went to Berkeley. Or I were grew you up. In,
1: in I grew up in Berkeley. Oh. My grades weren't good enough to get into UC Berkeley, but I grew up in Berkeley, literally right next to the campus. Is there
0: somewhere near the Berkeley
1: College of Music? No, no. That's UC uh, that's Berkeley College is mean, somewhere else. Somewhere else uh, okay. UC Berkeley, University of California Berkeley, the famous number one engineering university in the world. Wow. And so I grew up there. I went to school for cinema, San Francisco State University, dropped out my third year. Said I'd rather make movies than read about making movies. And struggled my way in, you know, Telugu cinema. Sort of eventually did these you know, the very South Indian story, which is you're doing the supporting roles, then you do the villain, then at some point you crack something and you get the lead role in a successful film. That's how it happened. So I was in Bahubali, I was in Punjab, I was in a bunch of movies and then sixteen I turned into a lead actor. So Shashi and Chish. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting, it's
0: interesting. Man, this is the stuff that dreams are made of. You know, you have a director who's a mate of yours. You're a writer-actor yourself. And you obviously have great camaraderie in the sense that you have a great understanding or do you bicker sometimes? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we bicker a lot, <laughs> but I mean, we
1: bicker the way family does. Yeah, Our friendship is 11 years old. You know, he's from New York Film Academy. Small town guy. Lived all over India. So he's very worldly in that sense. And I'm fire and he's water. So I think he's sort of... If not, I'm I'm just going to be energy going off, like an energy ball in different directions. I think he sort of holds me together. I might write something beautiful in a scene, but if you're feeling what I wrote, it's because he made it happen.
0: Wow. So, the future's so bright, you have to wear shades. Wherefore from here, my friend?
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, I think we're really proud that we were able to shoot this film scene for scene, shot for shot, dialogue for dialogue in Hindi. And the same in Telugu and create two different films, two different experiences of the same story. And I plan on doing that in at least two of my next four films. Lovely. Well,
0: there's going to be more from uh, Shesh. Major is in theatres now. It's an important film. Go and watch it. Thanks for your time. Yep. Cheers.
1: Thank you brother.